How are we all feeling, everybody? Feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling real good. Uh, I guess we could reevaluate bonds and stuff if if that's we're if we're chugging along session by session in terms of. Uh, I think Genovia is pretty much the same. Good to go. Yeah. yeah. She's created a bond cool. with the librarian who's not part of this, but. Oh, that's you know. nice though. That's yeah. good. May I ask what that is? She thinks that the librarian will play an important role in the events to come. I have foreseen it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, portent. I just kind of imagine that you're saying this laying on your butt, like having just fallen down from this magical defense of the wall. <laughs> it doesn't have to be true, but I just imagine that that's the case. It was probably what you think, like a three foot fall. Yeah, maybe? probably. Yes. Yeah, I, I even feel bad about assigning any kind of damage for it at all. But uh, I, I love that it's a three foot fall and how long your scream was. That means that you hit the ground <laughs> and then started to scream. That's way Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and because of that, the the very puzzled face of the librarian looking down over the wall uh, is at first concerned and then kind of befuddled. And then there's a shock of ooh, uh, panic and he ducks back down. And you hear the uh, metal sliding of the front gatehouse moving off from where you just came. What do you do as you are on the ground and you hear somebody about to exit the Unseen University? Mere 20, 30 paces from where you are. I stand up quickly and flatten myself against the side of the wall. And I'm like, librarian! Oh. Hide me! Follow <laughs> me! And he disappears for a second, and like you. Where are you going? You hear some rustling, and then he just kind of throws a bunch of leaves over. <laughs> I'm just crouched underneath yeah. the leaves, peering out. <laughs> Give, give me a uh, defy danger. Let's see what this is. It's like you're you're hiding, so it's, it's like, like a camouflage. It's probably Dex or something. Or yeah, uh, by yeah. getting out of the way or acting fast, it would be with dexterity. Yeah, I, I think you're like flattening yourself into a crook in the wall. Um, that's a seven. Hey yeah, it's a success. Awesome. Uh, so you are uh, concealed for the moment, uh, despite the completely useless help of the librarian. And you see a very, very large old man, not in like a, a fat sense, although he's definitely got some stuff around the center, in what looks like, like uh, baseball pants and like an undershirt. He's like very sweaty and he's like, oh, oh. Where did she go? A friend of Esme, you say? Oh, well, all right. And he walks back inside. And the door closes. Librarian, was that was that Esme's lover? Ooh. He, looked, he looked a bit like Santa. He does kind of look like Santa. He's kind of like, especially uh, Santa in this universe is the Hog Father, uh, who's like a big, muscular, kind of weird Norse man. So he did kind of look like that but he did have the big wizard's hat despite the athletic apparel because if you're not a wizard if you're a wizard and you don't have your hat are you really a wizard that's you have your hat yes it's true i was about to say do you have a sapient pear wood staff is that like you got the staff? i got the staff okay i have so i was i was born on a mountain and uh they thought <laughs> <laughs> I was born on a mountain they, they mistook me for a boy the the <laughs> old <laughs> wizard <laughs> who brought me a staff and then later on in my childhood, I started showing signs like turning my brother into a dog. <laughs> nice. That's how you know you're a wizard. How I knew I was a wizard. You just convinced him that he was a dog? 
Yeah, I, I physically, yes. <laughs> physically convinced him, <laughs> you are now a dog. <laughs> One of your seven siblings. <laughs> Hell yeah. You, you can't speak monkeys, but, uh... Librarian, take me to him. He just kind of points at where the door was. And he climbs, he climbs back down uh, from the wall. Show some gumption. I'm older than you, I bet. How old are you? It doesn't matter. Let's go. And he does. He follows you. Do you knock back on the on the on the uh, sliding gate? Uh, yeah, let's. Yeah, I'll knock. I'll knock back on the gate and hope for the best. Uh, that worried young freshman professor uh, opens up again and says, uh, "How can I help?" Oh, Miss, uh, the Arch Chancellor was just. Keep your voice down, though, because Twilliam. Let me ask, boy. What What is your zodiac sign? You seem You seem like an Arkjack the Salesman to me. <laughs> I'm... I am an Arkjack oh, the I Salesman. Knew it. You know what? You must be a wizard. I am a wizard. See, yes, this is what I've been telling you, boy. You have please knowledge of the celestial. I do have knowledge of the celestial, and I'm trying to learn more about the celestial parsnip. And this man can help me. He knows Mrs. Weatherwax. Can you please bring him back to me, please? Oh God, I don't want to get in trouble. Listen, I know you salesmen, but you're very kind. You're very kind and loving and generous. And let me tell you. She puts her hand up to him and 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 touches his forehead. You will have great things bestowed upon you if you will help me complete my quest. I see it. Did you cast a spell? No, I'm trying okay. to <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed that was like a... I'm trying to trick him. Okay, it's a parlay. Yes. Give me a, a cha roll. A cha roll. A cha roll. Firefest. Oh. Oh. I'm just. Well, I'm gonna mark experience. I'm gonna mark experience. Damn! 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 All right, I'll go get him. And he gets zapped, and uh, his his stunned face sort of fades away, and you see the face of uh, second Magus first class Twilliam Krupp. Krupp. Madam, we really have to stop stop meeting like this, you know. It's up to you if we meet like this. I told you, I'm a wizard. You what know, we can be friends. Let the young lady in. If she's a friend of Esme, she's a friend, a friend of mine. <gasps> you hear a booming voice that sounds like it might be Santa behind him. And I whisper to the librarian, it's Santa. <laughs> Tulliam Krupp, uh, a spasm of hatred covers his otherwise uh, smooth, uh, if extremely scarred and bearded face, he's more of like a like a, a talker, and you see the mask slip for a second, uh, and he you see in his eyes that which his outward demeanor already shows. He says, "As you wish, Arch Chancellor," and he begins undoing the uh, many mechanisms of sliding the gate open. Back to the Bear Brigade. Mm. What are you guys doing? How do you feel, uh, having just seen uh, your possum? Yeah, how hard are you freaking out right I'm, now? I'm, re- I'm recovering. I'm, re- I'm recovering. Okay. I have my moment. I'm like, I'm, I can see these things objectively, my, my past and how, how they affected me. It's a, it's a sort of axis of evils. And, um, <laughs> this is my I axis think, of evil. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think my next step is I'm going to try to, I'm gonna try to um, track. Track a little, ba- little beef. Yeah, just give me a, a little beef. G- oh. Give me a roll. I think plus two in addition to whatever else you get because he's he's your boy. You know where my, he my is. Beef, yeah. My beef boy. You know well, where your beef's going. I guess that's yeah. It's plus while, seven. Um, 
believe. While you're doing so, that, I'm going to keep an eye out for a frightened mouse. A frightened mouse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I keep uh, my thighs Give me discern realities. Is that wisdom? Uh, I think this would be for wisdom. Ooh, that's an 11, boy. So I tell you something both useful and interesting. No mice. Sorry. And Aww. if they are, they're probably rats, and they're probably not frightened, because they're probably living pretty good in Ankhmore Pork. Uh, uh, the city of a billion rats. But uh, you, you do uh, see on this uh, quieter stretch of street in, in the, the, the temple district, in front of the Temple of the Small Gods, that there uh, are a couple people, you know, going about their business, talking to themselves. Uh, a lot more, actually, talking to themselves. And, in fact, some of them appear to be, like, gesturing to something that doesn't exist at all, just gesturing into the air. And then some of them even looking to each other and chatting animatedly before gesturing to the same patch of air. It's uh, strange. You don't, you know, you've been around humans enough to know that they're acting a little bit strange, and uh, you hear the voice of Rock the Dwayne Johnson, just Dwayne. Uh, you, you hear Dwayne, Dwayne uh, say something. Now remember what we talked about, Krusty. Remember, remember. Right, yeah. Hey, did Dan try to talk to you? The girl that was with Tufa. Did he try to? Talk? I tried to do the evangelizing. What are you saying? Are you trying to talk to me? You're talking to Dwayne again. I'm talking to Dwayne. Oh, God. Uh, and that was a ten, though, right? So you begin uh, finding the telltale signs of where Krusty, or of where, sorry, of where um, Beef has been. Probably a poop or two, you know. Here's some shit. It's a wild animal. <laughs> 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 you just, a little bit of blood from his mouth. He's just following. He's, uh, yeah, all right. Uh, okay. yeah. I, I see his track. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and you begin walking uh, or moving however you like. Uh, just head back and forth, move like a salamander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it does move like a salamander. <laughs> Hubward, near the gates where you at, you guys actually came in, okay. while uh, Krusty is having this conversation with you about Dwayne, and you're asking Dwayne if Dan uh, saw him. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne says, Oh, brother, I don't know who you're talking about. Okay. I'll keep trying. And you guys are heading along, uh, towards the gates, uh, wherever that map is, whatever. Yeah, I like, as we're going, I'm like, I don't want to distract you, ow, ow. but it looks like there's a lot of people trying to be mimes out there. And you see that despite the legal uh, injunction on mimes in Ankhmore Pork, threatened with death in the scorpion pits by the patrician Lord Vetinari, there are a lot of people uh, either signing or gesticulating or talking to thin air. Damn, it's a mob evolution. Right? Yeah. And I've seen one of those since that <laughs> team. I don't know the years are bad. In, in the uh, let's say... No, no, the, let's say the year of the... Give me a adjective and a animal. Um, adjective... Uh, Crusty. Uh, uh, the year of the crusty. <laughs> yes, it's all me, baby. Um, it's all you, crusty. Animal. Um, I, I'm, I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking about a couple things. Uh, I'm thinking chipmunk. The crusty chipmunk. Crusty chipmunk. Here we go. Uh, okay. Exactly. Okay. And uh, walking towards the gate, you find uh, an interesting sight, which is beef uh, on his back. Tongue lolling out and sort of like, oh, oh, Beef, you're making oh. a goddamn. Getting pet uh, at, by a, a very large man uh, whose biceps are bulging out of his watchman guard armor. Uh, he's got a shock of uh, frizzy red hair and uh, uh, what seems like some sort of birthmark on his right bicep. And he's making like cooing noises, petting uh, uh, Beef. It's like, Oh, you're just a good little boy, beef, aren't you? Beef, get over here. I snap. Oh, hello, citizen. Beef, come here. Hey, Carrot Top. Do, you, do I know you? I'm so sorry. I never forget a name. I, uh, Captain Carrot, could you remind me of your name? Uh, oh, oh, Krusty. My stage name's Cave Troll. 
Right, Good we haven't dimension. we haven't had that bit yet, have we? No, we haven't. I just decided to bring it up in episode three that my stage name's Cave Troll. Well, it's very nice to meet you. Are I, you know? I thought I knew everybody in Ackmore Pork. Um, are you visiting? Are you uh? Passing wait, yeah, don't tell well, me. What, Charles? Yes. Oh, Charles! Man, I met. God, we've met uh, seven years ago. Oh. You were bringing muskrat pelts into the city, and oh yeah, oh, I remember yes. that. I remember my muskrat days. Oh. I've moved. I've moved on from muskrats. Sure, but. sure. And it, is this your new friend? Is this what yeah. did you call him? Beef. Beef. I can't just call him Beef. Beef. It's very nice to meet you. Yeah, he's a great little guy, ain't he? Say hi, Beef. <laughs> like a big dog just panting. He's cute as shit, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't let me detain you. Just have to make my way on over to the guilds district. Uh, I'll see you in, you know, when I see Uh, you. You're going to the guilds? Yes, yes indeed. Oh, we got a friend who's trying to start a guild. Really? Who's your friend? Oh. What's his name? Frickin'. Uh, new boss? Eddie? Antler? Antler? You are talking about Edward Valander, are you? Yep. Oh, what a sweet man he is. What a, what a sweet dwarf he is. Uh, you know, I was raised by dwarfs as well. And he begins walking towards the guild's district. Oh, oh wait, should we go with him to the... me, at least. Should we go to the guild place? Uh, yeah, I guess we go guild. Edward. Yeah. You are moving just a stone's throw away from the chaos that has just uh, been unleashed, which yeah. the Fool's Guild over no, I towards... Threw, well, I threw a decapitated body and punched somebody. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> towards uh, the Musician's Guild instead. True to the word of um, Tufa and Shifty Dan, it seems like it has indeed been boarded up, and there is a, uh, a sign on it. It's got the crying clown face insignia of the Fool's Guild by order of Dr. Whiteface and Giggles first Tom Fool, that the Musicians Guild premises are closed for the time being and all guild members in good standing should report to the Fool's Guild for uh, assignment until further notice. I'm gonna I'm gonna break down the door. Hell yeah. Is that Ben Steele or Yeah, Ben Bars Live Gates. Do it. I got I mean, hey, I'm so good at getting A plus two because I did it again. How how do you break into the musicians yes. guild? Which uh, I'm gonna say is significantly dingier than like the other guilds you've seen. Certainly, um, like the Guild of Engravers and everybody else has like nice digs. As do the fools. Fools are very opulent. Um, um so what is the sign that's like up? What is it made? It's just paper. It's just like a billet. It's like a poster. Like um, a, a bill. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna like t- I'm gonna take the sign down, not rip it. And then, uh, like, just just grab the lock that's like you know the chain lock around the door, and I just I just uh, it doesn't take very long. Um, uh, nothing of value is damaged, and you can fix it again without effort. So I just grab the lock and just like use my brute strength just to break it. Um, and then I pull out like a quill that I have on me, and then turn the piece of paper around and said, uh, "Welcome to the Dwarven <laughs> Fighters uh, Championship." And I put it back up on the wall uh, because the doors are not broken, like because I was able to. So like, and then uh, and then I walk in, and then yeah. So I've now stakes the Musicians Guild Hall. As uh, as the new yeah, and as we know the new DFC, the new DFC. That's what real estate is. <laughs> it's free real estate, Jim. And it's, it's free real estate. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what, what's it look like on the inside? Uh, no you tell me. I don't think you've ever been there before. Um, and, um maybe to hire somebody in yeah. your earlier iteration. I'd, I'd say um, it's got 
Um, I know sh- I don't know shit about music in real life. So whatever would make for good acoustics, it has that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to say it's a little dingy and yeah. definitely a little dusty. Uh, it seems like the, the guild's fallen on hard times even before it got mm-hmm. uh, sort of eaten by the Fool's Guild. Uh, and there's a, there's a couple, you know, I think the main thing is a foyer, a, a foyer that uh, opens up onto a couple different smaller auditorium halls where people mm-hmm. could have, you know, private concerts and such. There's a couple practice rooms and similar. And there's a big uh, mahogany desk uh, where you would like sign in or, or be shown to the correct rooms if you were either renting a, a studio or similar uh yeah it's great i'm just gonna start uh getting i'm gonna start like trying to come up with some sketches and some ideas of how i can turn the other rooms into fighting arenas and uh <laughs> i on the on the front desk i'm gonna i'm gonna like etch in um just the name uh like uh E dot uh, Valander on the front of it, and uh, With what like just a dagger? Just <laughs> yeah, 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 like uh, just like a dagger or something. It's fine. I'm just gonna etch my name in there. Spring break, yeah, and then uh, and then I'm gonna yeah, but um, but yeah, because my my plan now is um, I'm tired of all the bureaucracy of the guilds, and obviously guilds can just take over other fucking guilds. So why have I been trying to use words when I could punch people to death and get what I want? <laughs> Uh, this is what laws is. Yeah. That's yeah. how that's how yeah. it be sometimes. So, yeah. So I, I'll be. I'm just kind of in there, uh, like drawing up some basics because I need to be able to tell people my 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 investors like what kind of plans I have for my newly acquired building. <laughs> so. It was an it was an aggressive. I love aggressive uh, yeah, just purchase. a real purchase. You, you really got it. Busted uh, yeah. the doors down and closed that deal. Um, <laughs> It, Always I, I love the mixture of complete forethought and complete lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, and I also can't help but notice how sneaky you were when you said that one of the drawbacks that's possible for this move is it does not draw undue attention, which I don't think was the one you chose. No, I did not pick that at all. No. Okay. So I think the, the arch chancellor opens the door. He doesn't like show you inside. He's like, oh, um. Get up! And he kicks the the stunned uh, freshman professor, and he says, "Go fix our honored guest some tea." And he's like, "Yes, right away, our chancellor. My voice has changed five times in this course of these recordings." <laughs> and he runs off and uh, two sugars, ma'am. Uh, oh, one is fine. I'm tr- I'm trying to watch my sugar intake. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Wizard, ma'am. Lady. Yeah, Mom. We'll <laughs> and and he runs off. Uh, and Ar- Archer Chancellor, uh, Mustrum Ridcully, he says, putting out his hands. Uh, and he says, "Are you the friend of Esme?" She returns his handshake. Yes, Granny Weatherwax. Oh, yes. She wasn't Granny when I met her. Uh, you know, she has told me much about you and your ad- adventures. <laughs> she winks. Really. Uh, He just screams. (laughs) Uh, Krupp is nowhere to be found, by the way. Yes, but but that is not why I'm here. Uh, See, I have seen such (laughs) portents. No. No. Yes, you would not imagine what I have beheld. Such things, such things that that a wave would come up and sweep an entire <laughs> boat of men like the mouth of a huge... Wait, say that again. A boat. Do you know what I'm referring to? Hmm, I had a... The celestial parsnip, the boat that was following it. I had a dream that was very... You similar. had the dream? You had the dream? I... Granny had the dream, Granny too. Granny had the dream. <laughs> Granny is a dream. Okay. 
Sorry, sorry. The dream, are you referring to? And he uh, sketches out briefly. It's it's very similar to the dream that both you and Granny had. Just the the image of a boat on stormy seas and uh, uh, far too many people crawling over the boat, uh, trying to 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 get uh, into the safety of the boat. So many people that the boat itself begins to rock and capsize, throwing all of them to the bottom of the sea. And then I woke up. Me too. It seems like these men did not. They didn't have control over what they were doing. What do we do about this? What does this mean? Well, I suppose we can look at the library. Um, Yes, the the library. (laughs) This is what I've been trying to do. You are certainly a vivacious lady, aren't you? Okay, watch it now. You can be horny for weather wax and not me. My lady... I am an arch-chancellor in good standing. And I am the first female wizard. I would never admit to being... horned. <laughs> Up on Main Street. <laughs> but... Let's take it inside, yes, you please. horned man. Come, come with me. And he walks inside. Uh, do you walk inside? Yes. You are immediately bumped back as an invisible wall of force uh, keeps you. Uh, it does. Oh. It, it just sort of. He's, oh, 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 oh! I'm so sorry. I am quite frazzled. I am very sorry. About that. May I? And he reaches out for your hand. And he. Uh, don't get too frisky now. Yeah. Thank you. He draws a very chaste symbol on it. Uh, it's basically a check mark. A very chaste. He's like, please symbol. come on in. No, okay, I will. I will take your hand. Let's go. So. Uh, I, I must warn you, I'm very sorry, it's, it's just, it's an archaic rule, and but rules are meant to be broken. Your granny Weatherwax taught me that. Um, uh, she told me, okay, uh, so move on. Personally, I see no issue with having one of the female sex in this uh, uh, hallowed ground. Can you not yell? I mean, really, how, when's the last time you saw a woman? Do you think these ninnies care? Look at them. Sorry. They are indeed ninnies. It's a bunch. It's a bunch of ninnies. Wizards are are not. This is the <laughs> outlier. Quizlings, I would say. Uh, just a bunch of bosomy quizlings, yes. if you ask me. Yes. Anyway, what, let's what walk. <laughs> And uh, you uh, begin to walk towards the library, and he says, Well, I have given you, um, what's the word, a sort of um, 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 authorization to walk within these grounds. I find that the library, without um, further uh, precautions, might mm, react poorly to your presence. Well, are you sure I did make, I, I gave the librarian many a banana. Oh, no, not the librarian. He's a proper chap. Yes, he, he, he <laughs> is. Yes, I would say that. No, there are archaic... Defenses in place if one of the XX chromosome and what uh, to walk. Okay, you're dancing around. It. I'm just saying we might run into resistance right. while we do our research. Right. I am prepared. I have my staff. And you guys walk off to the library. <laughs> God, Red is exhausting. Where are we at? So you are working on your basically business pitch, yeah. Uh, in in the musicians guild and uh, uh, Captain Carrot. Uh, this also, it's not the musicians guild; it's the dwarven <laughs> body <laughs> championship <laughs> guild. It is now. Yeah. <laughs> That's how real estate works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the the previous owner is going to be real surprised. <laughs> Captain Carrot actually walks you guys. Uh, he, he takes a more meandering route. Uh, he's clearly on his watchman's walk as well as reporting to the scene of a crime. I'm talking his ear off about Dwayne. <laughs> he seems very interesting, and you say you hear him. Oh, dear, he talks to me. Now, here's a visual representation, <laughs> but not the real Dwayne, uh, but this is in the form that he appeared to me. Him, God damn it. And I show, I show him the rock, and it's got the eyebrow, and it's like, 
So this it's this a is visual representation. Right, it's not actually Dwayne, <laughs> yeah. right? Because it's, it's very nice to meet you. Visual representation of Dwayne. Right, but Dwayne is great, right? He wants you to get what you want. Oh, what do you want, Cabot Top? And this is you speaking frankly? Yeah. We've been we've been meandering um, around for a while. I, I don't know a way to say this that doesn't sound corny as shit, but he says, I want to protect and serve the citizens of this city. Is he enchanted? Is he okay? Uh, give me a discern realities. We got all these weird mimes walking around. I want to know if something's going on with Carrot Top. Um, that's a nine. He is perhaps the least subtextual person you have met in your travels. Okay. Even when saying something as corny as that, he says it with such a sort of naturalness. There's no glaze to his eyes or anything similar to that. Okay. Uh, that has uh, let him uh, sort of say this thing without a hint of irony or uh, uh, insincerity. Gotcha. Good to know. Uh, and as part of that perceived realities, you've got a, a closer look at the the tattoo on his right bicep, but it's actually it it, it it's closer. You see, it's a, a birthmark, mm. and it looks like a sort of weird. Um, it looks like a crown got melted a little bit. Mm. You know, just sort of stretched probably by the bicep itself. Oh, what are you doing, Charles? Can I perceive reality on that little mind, mind business, people? Yeah, so you're going to be taking a look at uh, these men and women that you're walking by. Uh, six, seven, eight, uh, plus, what's this? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom, uh, nine. Great, yeah. Uh, you are keeping an eye, and now you're beginning to notice them more and more. And several people, uh, do not follow this strange behavior. Several people are, in fact, noticing that as well and moving on their way. Uh, and you begin to see every once in a while there's something that tickles your the back of your mind as you're putting t- uh, things together. Just watching uh, person after person walk by and whether they are acting this strange way or not acting this strange way. And the people who aren't, for example, walk into the temple of Anoya, a previously a minor god who is now fairly major. She is the god of lost things and things that get stuck in the drawer so it's difficult and you can't really get it out. <laughs> and every time you say something like, God damn it, or why, why don't you even have this? I don't even, that, what is it? And then you like get your hand stuck in there. That's prayers to her. So she's pretty, uh, she's strong. doing all right. Yeah, she's doing okay. You know, she's definitely a newer god. Uh, and those people <laughs> are definitely not among, uh, the, 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 the people that are animatedly talking with uh, either uh, beatific expressions or more uh, perturbed expressions to the the the, uh, the air. Gotcha. And another uh, another person might like you know make eye contact with the Anoya uh, worshiper and say, "See you next week," and wander into the temple of Offler, the crocodile god, another ma- uh, major god on the Discworld. I forgot all these guys I got. And I got a new one too. Got yours. That's right. It's fresh. Fresh out of the volcano. Oh, yeah, Krusty. It is fresh. We're walking near something real nice. Uh, can, 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 I, can, can, can I ask you to do something for me? Yeah. Yeah, so, Dwayne, you've been doing drugs. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Say no to drugs, kid. <laughs> no. What, what you need, Dwayne? I don't know yet, but we're getting close. All right. Can I can I let you know when I know, and then we'll go there and just you and me, Krusty. You let me know when you know. I'll uh, make it happen. Feel uncomfortable for some reason. You do feel uncomfortable because uh, uh, you again, smell that. Smell what? <laughs> Wait, smell what? Is it the bear shit? Yes, it's what he's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Smell what the rocks <laughs> Oh, you, you, God God, you and your goddamn rock things. Well, Dwayne seems like a lovely man. Was that him you were just talking to just then? It was, yeah. You should try talking to him sometime. He's real nice. He wants you to be happy. Hello, Dwayne. Um, uh, hold on. And don't take offense to this, and I'm going to hit him in the head with the rock. One uh, hand up. I'm going to choose to look at that as a, a cultural difference between you and I, Krusty. Yeah, that's how the trolls do it. Oh, well, I'm going to pass if you don't mind. Can I give you a little tap to try to help you talk to him? Yes, sure. Give me I'll a give tap. him a little tap. Um, I can't say I hear anything, but um, if you, if you don't mind, I'm going to... Head on down to the guilds. I hope you gentlemen have a lovely day. Uh, and he walks past the uh, uh, Musicians Guild, uh, keeps walking past about 10 or 15 paces towards the uh, uh, Fool's Guild, stops, turns around as though he just noticed something that he wasn't expecting, pulls out his truncheon in one hand and his sword in the other and says, Excuse me, gentlemen, and walks up to the, the Musicians Guild. And you see him looking at a poster on the front of the musician's guild <laughs> that has been, uh, it looks like the back of a poster. You don't need to roll to see this. Uh, and it says, the Dwarven Fighting Championship Headquarters, was it? Yeah. I feel like I heard something like that. Under new management, I believe. Yeah. A snoo boss. Oh, oh, god dang it! God dang it! Uh, hey, man, hey, hey, Garrett. Um, yeah, go in, Hawker. <laughs> uh, and he's about to when there is a big ruckus down the street again about 20 feet away uh, towards the the, the the fool's guild and he says gentlemen he gives another look at the strange door and immediately runs towards uh, what sounds like a bunch of watchmen calling and, and calling for backup and he joins the throng uh, sword put away truncheon still in his hand and begins to assert order as the captain what do you two do Shit. Should we check on? I don't really. I mean, I don't well, really I thought we, me, we, so. we could take a look at his sword and see if he wants to go see the ruckus. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I pound down the door. Hey, 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 hey! New hey. <laughs> boss. Uh, I, I, I answer the door. Listen, uh, we're not accepting me- new membership yet. Oh, oh, where did you two go? <laughs> oh, we got lost. Oh, we had to find ran off. I had to go get beef. All right, listen. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I have a lot of work that we need to get done. We gotta renovate this quick, uh, v- very quickly. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's right. I look to beef. Um, anyways, <laughs> if you could, uh, your man for just a few moments, um, I'm gonna have him do some, some, uh, some. He he's, looks, he looks he, like he could he's, be manually. He's, he's a bear. He don't speak your language. <laughs> I'm also his translator. If you want me to translate for you, <laughs> sir. Do you think this is the first time I've parlayed with a bear? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so like I said, I need your man to go in and I have some I have some uh, pressing business. I have some uh, I have some investor meetings I must uh, I must go to and uh, so if you if you guys just want to go inside and start cleaning up, um, also if anyone comes, um, the deed is real. I'm just going to start walking towards the ruckus. I'm just uh, and it begins to become more and more loud as more and more officers are uh, uh, fleeing to the scene or running to the scene of the crime uh, or whatever it is. Uh, I see this as a good opportunity. I pull out some uh, spare parchment that I got and just start saying, uh, like, start writing down um, some makeshift flyers of uh, coming soon to what's the street we're on. Yeah, we could have the Wait, so let, let's take a look at what street we're actually on. Where's the map? Most likely. Why is it? Not the minor guys, it's the medium guild? Well, now we're, we're on the guild street now. Right? Yeah, we're, you're near the main street of the guild location, near the Patrician's Palace grounds, but you're on a side street because the musicians are uh, cheaper. 
Uh, you are on Tin Lid Alley. Okay, I'm gonna and start God Street between yeah. uh, the Street of the Small Gods and God Street. Yeah, uh, like I'm not, just real quick. Some making fires like coming soon to Tin Lid Valley. Uh, the the Dwarven Fighter Championship Guild um, admit one just kind of some like pasties. and I'm just like all right so people this is the best time if they're gonna be a fight people are watching the fight if they watch the fight they like fights and I hand them some makeshift fighters like start handing these out we gotta go but are I, you gonna punch I mean if we need to punch punch because we want to show them how good the fights are gonna be no it's all right we can do that. See, I just kind of put the papers in, in beef's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Have you already head out? Or, I guess I'm, 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 I'll, just, yeah. I'll stick around for this part. Of sure, this, sure. And then I'll put the papers, papers in beef's mouth, <laughs> and he just eats them. I assume. <laughs> yeah, and I just he's start, forgetful. I just yeah, yeah that's I just tag. head over. Uh, I head over, and I'm ready to start handing out some flyers. I'll start playing a little jaunty tune <laughs> as we're going along just, the way. And as you and do I ride, so, I ride, I ride on beef's back. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And if he's gonna fight, I'm gonna go ahead and use my arcane art as I'm playing my tune, and we're heading over that way. Okay, uh, you can give me a roll, but what you see as you get out is is a uh, 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 something in progress. You're not sure exactly what, but there is now a large ring of guardsmen, uh, and they're they're a very mixed bunch. It's not like standard D and D where they're all like. I'm Buff Strongston. You know, maybe Captain Carrot's like that, but a lot of these people are... I want to talk to Buff Strongston. (laughs) (laughs) He exists somewhere now. Uh, um, Actually, you know what? (laughs) Did you ever have a superhero as a child? Uh, in 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 the uh, Ankhmor pork, did you ever have like uh, somebody you looked up to either in the theaters or you know like the Yoldi movies I, that I were mean, just plays? I, there's definitely got like whoever just was probably there, there's like a great fighter probably from like growing yeah. up like whoever was like a good dwarven probably fighter, like a, a renowned Strongston. a renowned yeah. barbarian. Yeah. Uh, as you immediately walk out uh, of the door uh, onto God Street, uh, you see. A muscle-bound dwarf, uh, looking a little bit surprised to be there, looking up at you and say, "Hi." You see Buff Strongston, uh, uh, and I and I look to the I, I look to my chicken painting and goes, "All right, I've always wanted to do this," and I run to go punch Buff Strongston. <laughs> <laughs> Great, give me a hack and slash. I hit a sour note as you do. <laughs> your error, your your. <laughs> Your hero is a- Well, oh, I'm sorry. My hero is no, no. a fighting champion, and I want to prove to him how, also, how much of a hero he is by beating him up to show how he inspired me. He's also a legend from probably 400 years of dwarven mythology. <laughs> well, finally. Uh, hey, we both, we both mark experience. Well, actually, wait, wait. No, this is, no, no, this is still a failure because it's a four plus two, so it's a six. So I failed okay. my uh, hack and slash roll against my... Uh, my- my, hero. <laughs> My arcane art was yeah. also a four plus two. Two failures. I think we level up, gents. I think everybody level levels up. up. Yeah. And let me Seven, paint eight. this yeah, scene. That's eight. You have stepped out of your newly stolen squatter's rights <laughs> Acquired. <home>. Acquired <laughs> real estate. I'm included in this level. Absolutely. Up. We'll do that in just a second. You've stepped out of this newly acquired premises of the Dwarven Fighting Championship, uh, literally an illegal guild uh, at this point, uh, with a payroll that's illegal, with uh, premises that's illegal. You step out. I don't know how you're feeling mentally, having just killed a man, but you step outside. Fucking great. And see... What can only be a ghost or a legend of Buff Strongston, the the greatest dwarven fighter to ever get passed down in the annals of history. 
and you immediately go and try to kick his ass. Watch this, you say, as you go to try to punch a ghost. Also, does anyone else see the ghost, or is it just me? Nobody, I mean, you don't know, because your instinct is to go and punch the air. I'm just curious of what they're seeing. If there's no one there, I'm like, watch this, and I start swinging and nothing. You instantly, this is exactly what happens. As you file into the street on God's Street, Charles and uh, Krusty and Beef are treated to the sight of a mental breakdown. As you begin swinging at thin air, trying to punch and dodge and duck and weave with all of your skill until you literally fall down flat on your face. Uh, Nothing connected. He didn't even move. And he looks down at you and says, That wasn't very nice. Hi everyone, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to episode 3 of Portents. This side quest is brought to you by our marvelous sponsor, Castor and Pollux, makers of mystical jewelry and geeky novelties. Quest Company listeners can go to castpollux.com and get 15% off your entire order of dice, jewelry, and other nerdy accessories by using the code THEQUESTCO at checkout. That is an awesome deal that you should totally take advantage of. Go check out their website and find something you'll love, like a set of alchemy dice or a fox's cunning necklace. And if you order a set of dice or cool piece of jewelry from Castor and Pollux, send us a picture and we'll feature you on our Instagram and Twitter. If you're a fan of the Quest Company, please help us out and go to our show page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is super easy. It'll only take a quick moment of your time, and you doing that is a huge help to us as our podcast continues to grow. So please pause this episode real quick, go submit a rating and review, and then fire the episode right back up again. We read every review that comes in, and we love seeing new ones. And for you truly dedicated dedicated Quest Company fans, we've got some exciting news. The Quest Company now has a Patreon. If you really appreciate what we do and you want to support us in a very concrete way, please consider becoming a patron of the podcast. You can help us with necessary expenses like web and media hosting, and you can help us meet goals like getting equipment upgrades and individual microphones. We have multiple patron tiers available so that you can contribute as much or as little as you're comfortable with, and every single bit helps so much. If you'd like to help give us that support, you can do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. Alongside the Patreon, we've also launched a Quest Company Discord server where you can connect with the cast as well as other fans of the show. Patrons of the podcast get a special role on the Discord along with some other great rewards. You can find the links to both the Patreon and the Discord server on our website, questcompanypodcast.com, and on our social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, etc. at the Quest Company. And just like with reviews, new patrons will get a shout out here on the podcast. I'd like to take a moment to thank the angelic and masculine Joseph Cash for the portents theme and for the tasty Dobro jams he threw together for this side quest. And while I'm at it, I'm going to thank the other wonderful artist whose music we used. 
Thank you to Tabletop Audio for the tracks Waterkeep, Antiquarian Study, and Noir Procedural. You can find more great tracks for your next gaming session at tabletopaudio.com. Thank you to Les Sans-Culottes for the song The Gods Have Thirst, and thanks to Kala for the song Jebediah the Falcon Messiah. You can find more from those artists on freemusicarchive.org. Additional sound design by Ty Ops, Brian Bulmer, and Dive North. That's all I've got, so let us resume the action. Thank you for listening to Portraits here on the Quest Company. Back to the library. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. So you're standing in the courtyard. Uh, I think there is a gaggle of either students or young professors of the Unseen University that are looking at you and like trying not to seem like they're looking at you because they have literally never seen a woman uh, enter the grounds like as though they were also a-, a wizard and equal. It's only been on like guest days and this, that, and the other, right? Because this is a backwards in- institution. Uh, how does that feel? I'm used to it, but we must hurry. I tell him, we must hurry. Yes, I don't want to be late for lunch either. And you guys uh, hurry along the the pitch to the the library. Uh, Can you describe the library to me? I think it's a smallish building um, within... uh, The the actual university itself seems a lot larger Mm -hmm. inside this area than the the walls outside would seem to indicate, Mm -hmm. which is just typical wizard shit, you know? I feel like it's very... It's a lot taller than I imagined it to be. Just Mm -hmm. bookshelves extremely high you need one of those very magical high ladders that rolls kind of with the Mm -hmm. wheels on top to Mm -hmm. get around and it's just ancient bookcases and then there's a a door in the distance Mm -hmm. locked with many with many fancy locks that says do not enter hell yeah uh and naturally uh red cully says i'm sure what you'll find is there we're looking for the, what is it, the, the, the parsnip? What, what was it? The, 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 yes, the celestial parsnip. I see. We're trying to decode what this means, these portents. Well, my lady, and he reaches for the baseball bat uh, <laughs> that clearly was in the middle of a game with or whatever, and he thumps it into the ground. It becomes a wizardly staff. All right, shall we? Comes a snake sometimes, but that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, but yes, yeah, let's go. Uh, and you head on inside, and there's an instant feeling uh, as you head inside, and the door clicks shut behind you that you're in another world. The sunshine uh, October day uh, of of the uh, Ankh-Morpork Pork October is gone. And though there were windows on the outside of the library, now that the door is closed, you can't see any sunlight coming through in fact like you said the, the that there are so many books and bookshelves lining the the walls and stretching off it, the, your, your sense of space and proportion is completely fucked up compared to what you saw the outside of the building to be this probably isn't surprising because again wizards but um, you do see uh that far in the distance there is this path leading towards uh, a door that is locked or was it a door did you say or there was yes. bookshelves that were locked and uh, I think, actually, at a certain point, the floor ends, and then it's just books that, uh, that you have to walk upon uh, to head towards towards the door. And uh, Red Cully says, I don't mean to be patronizing, but, um, like I said, there will be defenses, and I will do my best to help you. 
Okay, well, I will also do my best, and, and generally that is all we can do, so um, can we forth? Sally forth. <laughs> <laughs> Your name's not Sally, by the way, is it? It's, no, my uh, name's Genovia, but also known in, in the north as Cornelia Baldingbrook, and also known as, in the west as, as Minerva. There, wait, there's many names, yes, you know, right, some yeah. of my most popular well, is Britannic, you know, I guess. All yeah. of us have, like, right, you know, yeah, titles, right. and we've lived lives, and we've <laughs> 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 done things, and... Uh, right, let's go. You go yes. you? <laughs> and you guys head off along, uh long alleyway leading towards this big locked door. He says, oh, the books on celestial mechanics, I can't say I ever found them interesting. I like hunting. Uh, and that's all he says as you guys begin to wade your way. I'm going to say defy danger intelligence. Okay. Wizards. Ooh, okay. Hey, okay. There we go. Uh, there there we go. is. There it is. I get an 11. Uh, I think as soon as you set foot uh, where there's no longer tile leading along this hallway and instead you're uh, treading on books, everything begins to slowly shift and try to impede your progress. The books themselves begin to try to sink and let your your feet sink through them and snatch at you. And then the books on the, the shelves themselves uh, uh, begin to leer and lean inwards towards you as though they could uh, cover you in a, in, 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 in a second. And Ridcully seems unaware of this. How do you make them stop and obey your will and stop uh, impeding your path. I can't use charm person on this because it's not person. Oh no, I, I think you've already succeeded. Oh. There's something you as just a wizard are able to do with just your intellect that keeps them away. That is not a spell, but it might be a spell. Like, what is it? You know, you are, through the force of your intellect saying, no, I'm allowed to be here. Fuck off. Uh, what does it look like? I, uh, shall activate my staff mm -hmm. to prove my wizardry. Yeah. And, yeah, I'll, I'll just take it up in the air and... Uh, like Gandalf walking forward yes, and, and Mordor. And, and firmly... Put on the Smash ground. it on the ground. And yes. the, the, the light that it gives off is, is strong, and where it touches and blooms out of the staff, uh, uh, the books begin to fall limp and just become books once more. And you have headed, uh, you, are, you are farther down towards uh, the locked door. Uh, whereupon, the librarian is laying in uh, a, a cradle of books that has clearly been sort of scooped out for an orangutan body to lay, uh, peeling a banana and um, very carefully putting it somewhere where, where it won't damage books, goes, and runs up to you. And he runs back to his little warren, gets a big ornate key, uh, and puts it in the lock of the door. And it makes a sound like granite slabs grinding against each other as though a grave has opened up and beyond it is pure blackness neat says Ridpelly <laughs> have you seen this before no not a book man myself I prefer spending time in the woods with a good dog and a good beer and a good and a good woman I know can we yes. move on <laughs> uh, we, we have much important things to do. Important importance. Yes. <laughs> Can I use my staff as a mm -hmm. light? Uh, yeah, that's part of press the digitation. Right. So you light your staff, and it is. Uh, light our way. Yeah, it's got a pearly glow right, right off the head of the staff. We must move quickly, Red Cully. I fear, I fear doom is upon us. You could call me Mustroom if you like. 
No, 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 please don't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. After you. Yes, of course. (laughs) And you go. So what is this? What is, what is, what, what? What do you make of this? <laughs> I'm riding on the back of a bear, riding right uh, down. Nothing to go check out what's going on down there. He just said, watch this, fought something. Oh, he, that's right. It's like the moment... No, I Matt fought had, nothing. I forgot. <laughs> fought nothing. And <laughs> fell down uh, on his ass. Uh, and what, what, is, what do you guys make of this? Having uh, just, can I add a little flavor check? Because I feel like um, <laughs> I, like... I haven't really, like, um, accepted all my parents' death and, like, all, like, all the weight <laughs> on me. So I think after I try to beat up my hero, nothing happens, and he said that was nice and disappears. I'm just, like, crying about, like, why, where, where are you, father? Like, or I'm not father. It's daddy at this point. So I'm just, like, you see me, like, cry. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, how, that's how that was my mental break. Yeah. Well, that's just kind of... That's just pathetic. Well, it's sad is what it is. Sad, I mean, yeah, I guess my line will say that. It's kind of sad, yeah. 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 Oh, you are wrong. And I go over and I, like, pat him a little too hard on the back, like... Do you need a uh, goddamn uh, hug or something? Yeah, we can hug it out. I I open my arms for a hug, and I go towards Charles, and then immediately go past him, (laughs) and I embrace Beef. (laughs) And then just start talking about, you know what it's like to lose a father? And then it's just like, it means a lot to me that he was... And I'm just really nervous that I just he's not going to really think that I'm doing good with all the money that I lost. I mean, didn't lose. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't know if he's all right. And, like, the Leaves my fingers have a mind of their own as I play my slide guitar. And I, yeah. I start trying to, like, disenchant him if he's, like, seeing weird things that aren't there. A good you can give it a try, yeah. Give God. me some uh, D6s. Okay, I'll give it I didn't mean to be so hedging right there. So you, you can fucking try. <laughs> Ooh. Fourteen. Yeah. Uh, My magics. If there was any kind of enchantment uh, on him, it's gone now. And I think, if anything, you're just being very soothing yeah, uh, in a way. Calm down. And I just go, who told you that was my dad's favorite song? <laughs> what is the song, by the way? What, the song? Uh, well, it's an old dwarven lullaby. Gold, 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 <laughs> gold, gold, gold. Yeah, I just start, I just start gold. singing it with them. Gold, gold, gold. I only picked up the melody. I'll never knew the lyrics. It, it's basically, I think, what it's, it's, it's the word gold. Most, <laughs> most dwarven songs. Just one word. <laughs> but it's like different uh, words for gold. Yeah. Yeah, uh, stuff. <laughs> uh, you, you you get the impression that whatever uh, was amping up in the background with the uh, uh, multiple uh, watch people is settling down a little bit. the The guards are all still there, but there's less exclamations, and it seems like there's more rank and file orders being given, and uh, some of the less uh, needed constables are being dismissed. Mm. So check it out, though. Yeah, we could ask Carrot Top what happened. Yeah, yeah, you see him? I'll see him from here. Uh, Carrot Top? I don't see him. If you head over towards yeah. the... So it's like at the end of the, the street, basically. Great. Uh, on the way towards the uh, Patrician's Palace. The the big, ornate, marble sort of temple of... I don't know, what would you say? Like uh, the Parthenon kind of feel to it? Yeah. Uh, and you... Uh, with, with expansive gardens and such. And so you head over towards there. Coming, uh, Eddie! I mean, yeah, beef's going, right? There you go, and I'll like yeah, throw him over my gone. shoulder as I keep on playing, he's, he's playing he's the little gone. tune to comfort you as we go. <laughs> you stro- I stroke your head as we walk. 
And uh, this is really nice. Can you fix the little feather on my oh, my yeah. very small fancy hat? Oh, yeah. It has been here the whole time. <laughs> I call bullshit. No, I don't. It's on my character sheet. Stylish cap. I believe it. I uh, took it from the bard that I squished. Oh no. Do you ever feel bad about that, or was it just Dwayne's will? It was the word of Dwayne. <laughs> That's not like I meant to do it. <laughs> I just fell down a whole fucking mountain and I squished him. He happened to be there. Uh, and as you guys head in, in this way uh, towards the, the mouth of the street, towards this consternation, you uh, get to see the ending of what was clearly a, a dramatic scene. Um, Edward, you see the venerable Dr. Whiteface himself, who is in uh, a formal suit, blood entirely over his hands, uh, his uh, uh, front, including his uh, stainless white uh, shirt and his uh, characteristic white clown makeup uh, and, and funny uh, rainbow hair is all spattered in different ways with blood. He has been cuffed behind his back, and as you see him, uh, Captain Carrot is doing the perp thing where police help people get into the police car without bumping their head. In addition to the body that you threw on the ground, you see another body. A clown you don't really recognize that has been brutally murdered slash marks all over its chest uh, and neck, and as you see uh, one of the Igors that work in town walks up and begins to do uh, the necessaries for putting them in a body bag and transporting them back to the Pseudopolis yard for an autopsy. Mm. And as you look at this scene, just by chance, Dr. Whiteface's eyes glance out uh, among the people that are come to see a prominent man of the city arrested, and all of you see in his eyes just a very glazed calm. When you wake up one morning and you realize all groggy and misty-eyed that you're flying right through the sky on a falcon named Jebediah. When you come to, you see right in front of you Jebediah staying cool, he ain't scared of the sky or to die from a fall to the earth. But you know that he's got those wings and a beak and a voice that sings, among many other powerful things. He's the king of the falcons. Then you think about it with every single brain cell, that has gotta be some kind of magic spell. You start feeling deceived, you stand up with your lungs swelled and your chest heaves sand. King Jebediah. Welcome to the world of Heavendale, a town populated by superpowered teens that have been infiltrated by the group. Did you mention daycare yet? I was going to just say who they were. So. Hey, hey, don't forget to tell everybody that I used to be a villain. I have to I have to like get to that first before I can even say Damn it. Damn it, I rolled a five. Why are you rolling dice? We're just recording a promo and not playing. Oh, crap, I rolled a four. What? We are going to die in the promo. Okay, that doesn't really make sense if people haven't listened to the podcast yet, so I don't know why. It's a pre-callback. 
Okay, pre-callbacks are not a thing. I feel really good about the promo. I have not even finished the opening line. Yeah, I think we nailed it. Okay, no one knows the name of our podcast. It's Critical Bits. It's a comedy role-playing game podcast. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.